Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes, but not like those kind of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. You're listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Previously on Romancing the Dungeon. Hephaestus, you find yourself standing to your left and to your right. There are four doors. One door, it says Burbage and Sons. Another door looks to be made of stone. The other door looks like it's rotting. And the fourth door looks like the flap of a tent. Any news from doctors? It's, you know, just have to wait. There's nothing more they can do. Has anyone tried talking to Hephaestus? Psychically or otherwise? No. I can try. You can feel her psychic energy. You reach again and this time you feel a different presence. Well, it's about time. I want out. Okay. I'm not really much of a just do it myself without consulting. I'm just gonna. I'll get back to it. Achilles? Yes. You can't tell them. Because if they know, this won't work. taken the first step to solving your problems, at least your dating ones. Welcome to D8, devoted, desired, dreamier, dirty, dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Grapers, founder, CEO, and love wizard, and according to my publicist slash publisher, I need to soften my image. So, in an effort to tone it down, I'd like to announce the title of my first ever children's book, and it's fully illustrated by me. The tabaxi in the hat, and nothing else. Anyway, the survey, and your quest for validation. I mean, love. How do you most feel loved? I always try and do nice things for other people so that they know that I'm thinking about them. So if anyone does something small for me, even like, you know, pick up a book for me at the library or help me tidy up or something, I guess that's when I feel most loved. I'm just going to let that coast because I think you need a win. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Ow. Roz, I might get back to you on that one. Um, when I know, you'll know. I don't know if I... <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Yes, 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 yes. I most feel loved when people just leave me alone. Just just leave me alone. I don't want you around. Haven't you been single for a while now? Yeah, it's working. I feel so loved. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't you have a strained relationship with your family? Yeah, and I love that. And you have an incredibly successful sister. Who Who I don't talk to, she leaves me alone. That's how we show love. And aren't your relationships with Ivan, Fia, and that new fella barely hanging on? Yeah, because they leave me alone. Because they love me. I feel uh, love is an inspiration, so I feel most loved when uh, I am loving others. You you know, I think I need some loving. (laughs) 
Uh, AJ <laughs> loves you. Oh, you put a word in there, would you? Oh, yes. Because I think he's coming on to me. I, I, I'm not. I mean, I w- look, I don't want to say too much, but I feel like he's kind of been throwing some hints. There's around. a lot of underwritten sexual tension. Yes, there. yes, I have sensed it too. I'm, I'm glad it's not just me because I thought it was no, just no, me. No, 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 but no. like, I mean, you're a soldier of Adana, you know that stuff. I mean, that's what I'm screaming. I mean, like, honestly, like, I am tingling. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go talk to AJ. You put in a good word. You tell him I'm all tingly. We might hold off on the tingle right now. Gotcha, play cool. Yeah, uh, you know, slowly, slowly catchy AJ. Yeah, I, 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 I can rock that back and forth. I'm sure you can. <laughs> AJ, you recoil in horror. The memory of the, the kiss fading. The woman's words still sort of ringing in your ear and you take a step away from Hephaestus' bed. You find yourself in room one, in the ICU in the Temple of Nan and you see Ivan and Fia looking at you rather concerned. Good news and bad news, I suppose. Or we'll find out. Hephaestus seems to be okay. Thoughts, as and, is thoughts and prayers. Dahlia. Uh, there is a third creature trapped in there. Trapped with them somewhere. They're trapped somewhere. That's the reason magic or prayers and thoughts or, or these things aren't working. Um, they're in a place prayers can't reach. Okay. Did you talk to Hephaesta? Is she okay? Uh- I didn't talk to Hephaesta. I talked to a sort of shadow creature called Morag. Morag did say they'd help us get them out and that they would come to no harm. No, no, no. We can't trust Morag. Not even a little bit. I don't necessarily trust her in a broader sense, but I think because... She tried to kill us all before. I think where they are is slowly killing them. So it's sort of a let the Hephaesta out and Morag trails through too. She told me she's from... She's been here before. It's not like she was in prison somewhere. That She's only temporarily trapped with Hephaesta and Talia. So they're in the nightmare realm or something then? Is that where it is? Because we were there before. Maybe. Morag said that when we go to sleep to try to find them and and they'll kind of escort us to the nightmare realm and then there we can help Hephaestus. But for that journey, for that sort of passageway into the realm, part of it is that we're going to get Hephaestus and Delia and Morag out. Morag tried to harm you all before good news when we're on the material plane morag will not harm hephaestus or dahlia aj yes give me a wisdom saving throw with advantage because my mind is strong oh and if it's a does he get advantage on that as well because um he has advantage already okay double advantage roll another one yeah still not great 11 a shiver runs down your back (laughs) that's all (laughs) nothing to be concerned about (laughs) I think the sooner we get to sleep, the better. And then we save Hephaestus. And we can, at least then we'll be together. There'll be all of us. And if Morag does try any funny business, you said she, she tried to kill you before? Unsuccessfully. It was... Morag is a night hag. So she feeds off of people's dreams and nightmares. She brought us into the nightmare realm and it 
It wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, I. If we go, just don't trust anything you see in there. Just don't believe it. Okay. Sure. We'll be together, so we'll be okay. Just be very careful. Thanks, Fia. I don't know if I can fall asleep after that news, knowing that she's in there with her. I know we have to, but... Oh. How well do we fall asleep after hearing that news? <laughs> me, 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 me. I'll just like to take this opportunity to tell Ben to listen back to the last episode, and I'll move on from there. It is that thing of when you try to fall asleep. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. You might think two weeks have passed and has forgotten, but in the moment, like, like, no time has passed. It's, 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 been, it's, it's been 10 been minutes. So much for your fucking notes, my guy. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doodling at it. <laughs> it is the best is doodles. <laughs> no, no, those are better. One thing, yeah. I, one thing I will do before we go to sleep is put the um, Never Better sweater on Hafesta. Okay, yeah, it's that, like, oh, can someone take her arm? It's, it's like the three of you trying to, like, put her on, and then you're trying to, like, force her head. Like, She's the, really going to hate the, the neck look. The a little too small. Yeah, it's, like, a very, very corally pink, uh, and it stitched into it. It just says, I love me kitty. There's a big heart, and there's, like, a load of little stitched kitten faces. <laughs> Is the heart, like, extra fluffy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some sequin kittens. Sequin, yeah, yeah. It's not for fashion, it's for safety. Can be for both you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that she's not gonna hate it. She, I, it it's really sweet, but yeah, just uh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's the hey, go sleep, brain, go sleep, and it's very very difficult. You all kind of sit there in silence, and you try and find a comfortable spot. You try counting sheep. It's that thing where, you know, someone tells you to relax and you're like, that's counter to getting me to relax. Nevertheless, AJ, you kind of, Fia has kind of pulled the other chair of the room over to Hephaestus' side uh, and she's still kind of like holding her hand, though her head is now resting on the bed. Ivan is in the corner in that armchair and you see him doze off. You kind of take a a longing look at Fia and she's fallen asleep and she's still holding Hephaestus' hand and just for the faintest moment as you kind of kind of feel the kind of the sleep and you can kind of hear some commotion out in the hallway uh, just an orderly passing you can, you can kind of feel your eyes drooping and it's like oh and just in that sort of like in between like oh, I was asleep and I'm awake you see that shadow move around the room and it does it sort of elongates and stretches across the back wall behind Ivan it looms over the ceiling and then it just lowers very very slowly like a fat wet blob of slime just sort of seeping out of the ceiling it, it just reaches down for you and a shoulder comes out and then you can see a neck and a head and you see that twisted form of Morag just reaching for you I don't feel about any of this I, re- I take I take it. is it a big hand do I have to step into this hand or is it a regular size no, it's, it's a regular size hag hand hey, <laughs> come here step up on that big old hand um, yeah I'll, I'll uh, give a, a firm predator handshake <laughs> you reach up and the hand wraps itself around your wrist everything is just a wash you hear Fia's voice you hear Ivan you hear Hephaestus you hear Dahlia you hear Morag 
it's it's just a bombardment it's a cacophony it's an orchestra it's it's way too much and then it is very very quiet and you find yourself in what at first looks like a cave the smell of decay and stagnant muck you can smell the smoke and something something is burning something's broiling bubbling and you just feel a hand just drift across the back uh, of your neck and Morag just oozes around the hole in the earth that the, you find yourself standing in. They are here. I am trusting you for your own sake. Please do not break that trust. A promise is a promise. My abilities in this space are somehow hindered to separate the three of us we're going to have to break through something stronger than a nightmare to do that you will need to get Hephaesta to release me then the others and once the five of us are together we should have the capability to cross over into Dahlia's delusion. Understood. Free everyone. Cross together. Free me first. Well, do you have a ticket? Because unless you have a ticket, you gotta go in the order of the tickets. So. What little energy I have left, I'm expending holding you here. I can imagine it's all a little jarring for you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been here before okay so you first then the others and Agelius don't take too long um, and she just reaches up with her index finger and just taps you on the forehead and there is an insane amount of pressure just behind your eyes and you find yourself standing in an open courtyard you can smell burning metal and the sound of hammer bashing again. It smells like a, a, a blacksmith's forge. And you can hear the laughter of children about and the clucking of hens. It's dusk. And just leaning out a window rather mopily, you see Hephaesta with a bunch of paper and a pen or quill. Hephaesta. Hello. Hi. Um, do you know who I am? No. Okay, I'm Captain Ajalius Steele of the Gaelshire Night Scouts. You call me AJ. I kind of like tap that paper in my pocket. Yeah, you've written down AJ, question mark. Okay. And I've forgotten this because... We're in We your... were smashed. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We're in your mind, I think. You're not actually here. You're in a hospital called the Temple of Nan in the city of Galeshire. Why would I come back here in my brain? That's dumb. No judgment here. Yeah, no, I'm judging. That's fucking stupid. We can get you out of here. Oh my god, please. The name Fia, does that mean anything to you? Sounds familiar. Ivan? Mm. Dahlia? Mm. Yeah. And then finally Morag. Uh, no. Okay, we need to find all of them. 
to get out of here. Is this a job? Yes. Fuck yeah. Do you have any idea where they, they might be? It's your mind. If you could think about those people, where do they feel like they should be? Uh, so the names kind of sound familiar, but I don't know who any of those people... Do you have pictures? Do you have, do you have some sketches? Do you have... I could try if you have paper and a pen. I just hand them over. <laughs> There's some really awful children's drawings. I take that one back. <laughs> Burn it in my hand immediately. <laughs> uh, I try to do as best I can. I don't think AJ can draw. Something AJ can't do. <laughs> Give me a roll of a D20 at advantage. At advantage? <laughs> It's 13 on the dice. Uh, do you have proficiency in calligraphy tools or... Oh, I doubt it. I mean, I write a lot of letters, so it's a more <laughs> amateur writer than I would be proficient. Fair enough. Any artist tools around like that? No. Nope. Uh, a 13? Yeah. It's an okay drawing of Ivan. You draw Dahlia, but you're like, I don't know if I got the bandages right, because that's all you really <laughs> know of Dahlia. Morag, it, you've just, it's just a scratchy blur and it just says big scary uh, and a weird hand thing coming out of it the drawing of Fia is incredibly detailed like it's it's as good a piece of work as you saw your mother do not that you would ever admit that Hephaesta no and a freckle just here <laughs> do they do anything for me does it Hephaesta give me a wisdom saving throw uh, nine the drawings don't do anything like it it doesn't jog any memory and, and you're looking at the piece of paper that has the names on them and you you see Fia you see Ivan mm. you it's almost at the tip of your tongue no the drawings don't bring anything else back I don't know them but I can go find them if you could yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. did um, they like get lost in the village or like should we go check out the woods or like they're lost in you somewhere oh I think that's exciting um also what as in, we're in you. We're all in you right now. I just kind of like look at myself and I'm like, what? <laughs> in? In in here. This is this is all you. This is all of your creation. The house, the village, the trees, anything, anything in here. Oh my God, I don't think anyone's ever talked to me like that before. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Who is this guy? Ajalius Skeel. I'm a yeah. captain of the Night Scouts of Galshar. Ooh. Call me AJ. Yes, I will. I'm just trying to think of places. He doesn't know how dreams work. He's trying to think how this even exists. Where does it feel like you're thinking the most? Like, what am I thinking of? Or like, where in my brain? Uh, both. Um, I guess in my brain, it's kind of like in the back right, but closer to the middle, but like on the surface, not on the inside. Okay. That's where my thoughts are. Back right, not in the middle on the surface, not on the inside. Not on the inside. Does North exist here? <laughs> Quite a metaphysical question to ask. <laughs> um, yes, it does. I'm going to try find South East. <laughs> As in the back right. So. No, 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 South doesn't exist. North, <laughs> north, north only North. Yeah. Everything is North. Everything is North. <laughs> um, North, north, north. <laughs> north by north. North by north. Yeah. You're casting your kind of, you gaze around the, the yard and stuff like that. And it is, I think, AJ, where you're like looking around. Like, it's like, yeah, that's southeast, but you just see like hills and you can see kind of like smoke coming up from like a little village further down. 
And just as the, the two of you are kind of standing there, there's just kind of a... <clears throat> Havesta, are you going to introduce your gentleman caller? Vesta uh, comes out a side door, a large ceramic bowl in her hand, and she's just plunging her hands into it, and she's pulling out some very wet dough. Uh, I am, actually... So am I leaning out a window? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I very awkwardly like whip my arm out and like try to hook elbows with AJ. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is AJ. He's a night guard guy here to see me, and we're gonna go inside and have. Oh, please some... tell me you didn't post those flyers in the town. I didn't have to. He came all on his own, so we're gonna go have some tea. We're going to go on a search party. Yeah. Same thing. For a job? Yeah. In the house. Well, I mean, I'm going to give him some tea first. That's rude, right? And then we'll like pack up and go. I need to pack up and we'll pack up and go. On a job that pays lots of money because like king guard guy. There's money in this. Yeah. Uh, AJ? Yes. Blink once if you need assistance. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I lean into Hephaestus and go... I don't know who this is, but I'm not going to lie to them. That's my mom. Oh, I'm definitely not going to lie to her. Oh my God, would you please? To her. Lie to her. No. Please. No. Please, please don't ask the, Don't please. ask me. Please. It's a job. Give me a deception check. Yahoo! <laughs> 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 it's a job. <laughs> Add advantage. Add advantage? Mm-hmm. Oh. Depends on your definition of a job, right? Ten. That's tracks. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying so hard. Yeah, there's the beads of sweat pump out of you, AJ, as you squirm the words, it's a job. And her mother kind of like, her eyes square on you a little. Okay, if it's a job. And she heads back in. You can have tea before you go on your search job. Hey, I'll, I'll jump into the window. Wait, what window was I hanging out of? Where are we? Your bedroom window. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, you clamber in. Mm-hmm. There's it, there's very little room. There's less room now. There's, two, there's boxes everywhere. There's a painting on the ground, face down. Um, Boot prints all over the back of it. Yeah, it, the room. You've been in bigger water closets. I'm going to uh, start searching through stuff immediately and over my shoulder say to Hephaestus, uh, that tea or anything suspicious would be great uh, as I'm opening boxes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. And I open the door to, to like go out and, and boil the kettle and then I go, or suspicious? Or sus- if there's anything unusual here, that shouldn't be here. Do you know anything about like interior decoration or like house renovation or oh no oh okay because like these four doors just showed up in the hall and i don't remember my parents redoing the house aj counts in his fingers like dahlia uh, morag fia ivan me five doors no can't be them okay i'll go make that tea then (laughs) you're all to make the tea (laughs) as we now live in your subconscious Oh, am I actually willing to make tea? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what will a 13 do me? You grab some dry leaves, you put it in a pot. You've seen your mom do this. You get some water. It's kind of lukewarm. You get a cup. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. I bring that back. You, you do? Yeah. Did I find anything in the boxes <laughs> or the photos or the pictures that... 
Festa has a really accomplished family. Her sisters have, and again, it's the thing you see the name of Sekhmet. Sekhmet. Oh, and it's not even like where do I know that name? It's like that Sekhmet. Like <laughs> Festa's, she's that Tinderson. And you do you see just this? There, most of the boxes are like Sekhmet stuff. Some of the stuff is like art pieces or bits and pieces from like a, a blacksmith's yard. The boxes themselves. If this is Hephaestus' room, not a lot of it belongs to Hephaestus. Well, this room seems searched, so I'm going to go into the hallway, probably bumping into Hephaestus mm. with a big pot of tea. Lukewarm tea. No one gets burnt. It's fine. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> burnt. <laughs> Dream tea. Thanks for acting to make me feel better. <laughs> oh, my shirt's so wet. <laughs> Just going to take it off. <laughs> oh, no. Any pipes need fixing? <laughs> Yeah, the bathroom, it's fucked. It just keeps <laughs> spitting water the toilets back it up. Since constantly. you mentioned it. <laughs> no harm in looking at those doors just in case. Um, I might have already been accounted for seeing as I'm here. Yeah, I, I just kind of vaguely gesture at the, the doors. You see a door that has a, a brass door knocker, the head of a raven. Uh, the ring knock is kind of in the the beak. Over it, you see a sign, which is Burbage and Sons. You see a stone door that shimmers, kind of a purple glow or a, a sparkle. The third door is not a door. It's, not, it's, it's the flap of a tent. The fourth, the fourth feels really familiar. It's a chunk of rotting timber set into decayed soil. From beyond it. A very, very familiar presence. Okay, Hephaestus, I have bad news. Um, and I suppose good news. Uh, the the bad person, the person we can't trust, is behind the spooky door. Uh, that's the, and I pulled up the picture again, the blob with the hand. Oh, right. Okay. They seem to be, this is them. This In my the, house? In your house. What the fuck? I'm going to assume that Burbage and Sons, uh-huh. Fia gave this like weird fake name earlier. She's Fia Isidrim. But okay. she told the receptionist she's Fia Burbage. So I think that's Fia. Uh, okay. Tent, I don't know. But stone might be Ivan. Does Ivan live in like a stone hut or something? Who's Ivan? Ivan is... Um, I don't, who is Ivan? <laughs> Ivan's a... He's like a guy within a guy. Um, I've used been to there. be a guy called Nate. Now it's a soldier of Hadana called Ivan. Follow. Sounds messy. No, it's pretty clear once you know the facts in order and like chronologically. Okay, yeah. he sounds like the kind of guy that lives in a stone hut. So this mightn't go to plan. We need to get Morag first, and then the others. But I need to get Morag first. Okay, you mightn't. The, do do the you like? Do you want some help? No, I think you should go for Via's door. Which is this one here, the Burbage and Sons one. Okay. I'm going to go for more. I mean, that one looks way less scary. So like, I'm cool with that if you're cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. The the, the deal was I get Morag first. So I'm going to go get her first. Okay. Uh, Why are these people in my house? Because you were in an accident. Right. Does that clear things up? Nope. And I just like swing the door open. (laughs) It's one of those things where like, Festa, you're like, nope. And you reach for... The, the door to Burbage and Sons mm. uh, at the exact same time AJ you're like and you push through the door leading to Morag's den it is a long twisted hallway carved into the earth that you find yourself 
traversing through and occasionally just this hot draft carrying just this foul odious smell lingers over you at the end you can just see the flickering of a small fire burning and a shadow dancing across the walls you did that a lot quicker than I thought oh you told me to be fast I was did I do something wrong not at all okay cool let's go save my friends you didn't bring Hephaestus I didn't know I needed to where is she she's in her house we're going to go to her house that's where we're all going to go and yet I I can't sense her I don't know what to tell you that's where she is like you being able to sense her or not was not something that we needed to do Agelius did you send Hephaestus into one of the other nightmares other nightmares no I sent her through a door and a smile just widens on Morag's face. We probably shouldn't dally. And Morag moves to a small stairs that lead up into a back room. And you can hear her rummaging. And she comes back, just a, a staff in one hand, just to, uh, to lean on. Draped across her shoulders, it's one of those things where... You see it, and immediately you re- find yourself recoiling, and it's that thing of, like, I, I don't want to look at it, I want, I want to look away. She's draped uh, a rather large bag over her shoulders, made of skin. Which room? For us to go to, or the Hephaestus? Hephaestus. Burberton Sons. Very well. And she gestures, kind of, lead. Sure. And she followed, like, as you kind of race back down the passageway, she's following behind you. What's her pace like? Her pace or her face? Oh, her pace. Her pace would it be? Her pace, like, she's, she's not matching you. She's going as quick as she can, but she's not matching you. I'll slow down. She's definitely hobbling. But yeah, there is an immediacy about her movement. Hephaestus, they're screaming. You can sell smoke. People are rushing past you. There's explosions. It's chaos everywhere. Amidst all of it, you just see these forms lurching and dragging as undead maneuver through. They're like, hey, wait a minute. I've been sick down that alleyway. Tezrat? And it feels familiar. And give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 22. This happened before. It's it's not a backwards deja vu thing before. It was a, mm. You are 100% certain. You can feel the trepidation and the panic rising up in you again the same way it did those months ago uh, when the city of Tezrav was under attack by an army of the dead. Why was there an army of the dead? What were you doing dealing with the army? And then you're like, oh, fuck, Sekhmet was there. And you do, you just see this wall of like radiant fire just erupt uh, from the south uh, of the city. Fuck yeah, that was Sekhmet. So you have to relive that again. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh shit, that's my fucking sister. (laughs) But Fia was there and Nate was there. And it's that sudden like, wait, where am I? What am I doing? And you, you, you just see people running all around you. But I remember Fia, Nate, I have a you, bit of that. That, yes, yeah. 
so I just fear was fear, 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 fear. And I'm like thinking and I'm trying to like grab onto something. And I just I remember the picture AJ drew and I'm trying to like look around and just I'm looking for that face like. I care for some reason and I need to find it. Okay. You're just, you start searching. You're yeah. you start running in yeah. any kind just of like direction. like stopping people, just grabbing them by the shoulder and be like, yeah, no, next. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You grab a couple of the undead. You're like, oh, no. Uh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, you kind of look like from the side. When I, don't tell fear. Uh, yeah. And you are like, you're, you're helping survivors. You're tackling the odd zombie and stuff out of the way. And you are, you're just searching, looking for fear. Fear. The city's on fire. You can't find Nate. You can't find your mom. You can't... You're, you're not sure what to do. And you just hear a man call out for help. And you duck down uh, the road. And you can see like a, a building has toppled. And he's trapped under a... He's pinched. He's not crushed. He's pinched. Like, it's kind of, like, caught him a little bit. Oh, help, please. Um, uh, <laughs> I, uh, There's a fire. And uh, and he's panicking. I just rush over and I try and see about a way of pulling him out or... Uh, give me an athletics check at disadvantage. 14? It's that thing at first where you, you kind of grab him by the, the forearms and you kind of pull and some of the rubble kind of gives away and it's like, oh, no, no. And you still yourself. Like, the panic that was there a moment ago was gone. You're like, no, you don't panic. If you panic, you make it worse. And you actually take the time to move some of the rubble and you pull him free and you see that his right leg has kind of a deep cut in and as he kind of gets up, he, he's kind of hobbling a little. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, if you hadn't come by, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, and he's kind of just, there's, there's more people trapped. Okay. Okay. Go, go and, go and get help for yourself and maybe get, get, send them back to some people back this direction if you can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get a guard. I'll get a guard. Uh, and he, he just, he kind of limp runs away down that side, small road. You're looking at the toppled ruins of like what looks to have been like a small tavern. And there's just a small crater where you see smoke emanating from it. Around you, you hear people screaming, shouting to run. You hear the gnarls and death rattles of the army that have descended on the city. And just, again, it's that thing of it's all kind of rushing straight back up again. The fear and the panic. And then something catches you. It's that thing of like a presence. And you turn and you just see something move down a side street just a shadow move down a side street seeing that catch my attention i i turn away from the rubble and i go down the side street after it where the building kind of collapsed it fell against the 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 neighboring building across the street so the wall has kind of leaned and as you kind of go to kind of duck under and you can just see as you kind of rounded the side you saw the figure duck underneath it's dangerous like this this isn't safe this isn't steady you kind of hesitate for a moment and you hear rocks fall and dust and you see kind of the rubble shift a little bit how far is it to the other side you can't tell it's pitch black okay you know the street goes on yes you can't see an exit from mm. okay i'm going to attempt going through you duck down low and you're kind of you're not you know crawling through it you're slumped and occasionally you have to kind of maneuver under and you like, like a piece of rubble kind of grazes your shoulder and kind of catches at you and you find um, a, a coil of metal kind of snags at your, your armor and tugs at it. The further in you go, the tighter the space is getting. I'm trying not to panic as the space gets tighter. And uh, just kind of out of 
Keep it together. Keep it together. It's okay. I'm going to... That stops my thinking. Do I recognize the voice? Give me a wisdom check at disadvantage. Check. Yeah. Uh, 17. It's that thing where the voice, it was a whisper, and it kind of causes you to stop. And you're like, I, there's a familiarity to it. As you kind of take a breath, at the end, you just see kind of a, a flicker, and you can see two eyes looking at you, and you recognize the eyes. Hard. unmoving it hasn't it doesn't move its spot at all i try and keep working my way out of this space you continue kind of moving down the the passageway and again it's another thing where you are pinched between uh, the fallen wall uh, overhead and the wall of the building to your left as you move closer you just see the eyes blink they're there they blink they're still there you're getting closer they blink and you're just in dark and you no longer see them. You no longer see as you kind of look around you and look, try to look over your shoulder. How far did you come? You can't see the way. You can't see light. You can hear the screaming, people begging for help. You can hear the rattle of the army as it continues its assault on the city. My breathing starts to become a bit more erratic. And I start trying to, to claw my way out of this space. Why? I just keep clawing, I keep clawing, I keep clawing. You're now kind of frantic and you're scratching and you're pushing and you're, your hand just, you feel something and it gives, there's a bit of movement and you push and you drag and you scratch and your hand finds the air and you just pull yourself up and you're kind of half out of the runes and you're looking down uh, into a back alley and just standing there half struggling to hold himself up you see hard leaning against the wall there is a large wound across his neck I s- scramble my way out and I, I run over to, try to to put my hands on his wound to try and help him you rush towards him and as you do the smell overpowers you of rot and death and you see that his clothes are soaked and filthy. His skin is unnatural grey. And there's a sunkenness uh, to his face and his eyes that he looks like Hod. He, it is Hod. You recognise him, but he's dead. And as you kind of reach out to help, you just like, he throws himself at you violently with the full force of his body. And he slips and he falls over a rubble. And you see that he's scratched the left side of his face. And he looks up at you and there's just... Why? What What happened to you? I, I want to help. I want to help. Are you okay? Please let me help you. 
again, you going to help Hod, you reach down, and as you do, he grabs you and just pulls you hard down into the ground. And a 23 is going to hit. So take take 10 bludgeoning damage, Via, as he violently pulls you to the ground. Seeing now that he's attacking me, I want to try and get away. Just out of pure shock and panic, I'm going to use Blessing of the Raven Queen to get 30 feet away from him. Okay. I'm going to start running. You can just see over the wall into the the street beyond the other alleyway. It's that thing of like you're like he as he pulled you and he slammed you into the concrete and, and the rubble, and you catch your breath and it's that you can you can taste the blood in your mouth and you can feel your heart beating in your chest and every ounce of you is now telling you to get away. You blink out of his hands and you find yourself on the other side of the street. And you just hear, why? Echo. I just run. You run down the alleyway as fast as your legs can carry you. And when you turn left, you find yourself back where you started. Hod looking straight at you, lumbering towards you. Nat 20. 13 bludgeoning damage. Hephaestus, you heard a roar of why amidst all of the chaos. You're running around Tezrab looking for Fia. Mm. And there's just kind of a, a part of you that's like this way. And you turn and you find a shop that's collapsed. But as you labor over the top, you do look down into the alley beyond and you see a young Shaderkai elf just bashed by an, an undead creature. And she's slammed into a wall. Yeah, no, I look down and I just go... Fia? Festa? Yes, perfect. Fia. Help? Yes, okay. And I just, I like climb down the rubble and I just, I run up to the dude and just punch him right in the face. Okay, let's roll for initiative. 15. Festa? 7. Okay, and Hot got 9. Fia, you're up first. Okay, so what I want to do is I got to manifest my echo 15 feet away from me so behind where he is mm. and then I just I guess I just want to kind of push him away from me give me a wisdom saving throw 10 you concentrate and it's the Festus here I'm safe I'm okay I'm I don't think and you just hear Hod go why and as the magic rushes out of you and you you collect all energy you push it out where your your echo should be it takes on the form of Hod And now there's a chorus of why. Action was to shove him. Yeah, just to move away from him. Yeah, Give me an athletics check at disadvantage. It's all the disadvantage, man. Nine. We're going to do an opposing. Ten. You, you, you just got to shove him away. Like when you see another form of him and it's, no, I want to get out of here. I want to get away. You push. And in that moment, in that moment, and with that momentum, he grabs you by the shoulders. Uh, that's a ten to hit. It does not. He just goes to like bash you against the wall, but it's that thing of you're pushing against him, he's pushing against you. Hephaestus. Is he holding on to Fia then? Yes, they're both kind of locked uh, on each other. Okay. Can't blast him. I just want to try and detangle her. I'm just going to run up and try to like pull him away from her. Okay. So if you're, you're, so you're helping Fia try and get out of Hod's 
grapple? Yeah. Okay. You can now make the athletics check without disadvantage. Okay. So do I make one now? Yeah, to get out of, because he's effectively grappled you. Nope. Was Damn the, it, Louise. That was a four. Yeah. Festa, you're trying to pry them apart. For as much as he's holding her, like she's grabbed him. Like he, she's trying to, sh- like she's not letting go. Yeah, he's just going to try and smack. Okay. Uh, that's a nat one. He's trying to press you down. At that moment, AJ, you can he- hear it as you push through the door. You come through and you're standing in an alleyway and you see Fia grappling a rather burly undead guy and Hephaesta trying to pull them apart and there's a weird shadow and Morag is kind of looking at it. She goes, and, and, and this is why they shouldn't have gone separately. Pull them apart. I'll deal with the nightmare. Okay. Okay. Relax at the attitude. <laughs> I'm going to run uh, towards, instead of pulling them apart, I'm just going to try to take pot shots at this undead creature. Okay. Give me uh, an attack roll with advantage. 18. That hits for 11 points of damage. AJ, you just, you run past Morgan, you throw off her, like, is there really that need to be so critical right now? You've no idea what's going on. You draw your bow and arrow, you pull back uh, on the string and an arrow flies loose and the arrow pierces hard right through the neck and via like a little bit of his blood splats on you and some of it gets on you, Hephaesta. Just behind Hod, you see AJ and Morag. That was hot, Hephaesta. I turn to Fia and I go, "You can you let go of him? What are you doing? Like this. And I just start like wiggling my fingers in her face and then I just like elbow him right in the fucking nose. And again, it's, is it the same? Are you attacking him? Or I'm attacking him now. Okay, yeah. Give me an unarmed strike at disadvantage. Uh, oh, oh, four. <laughs> you, you elbow him. He doesn't even flinch. Fia. <laughs> I'm trying to push off him again. So, yep. athletics. Uh, athletics at disadvantage. Touch said it was flat now because of the fact. But she didn't help you. I just punched him, which I think is helpful, but apparently not everybody would have been maybe if you'd actually hit him properly. Not one. Again, it's that thing of you're pushing against him. He's pushing against you. There's an arrow sticking out of his neck. There's his blood is in your mouth. His blood is on your hands. You're an herb. Quillo sent you here. It was a job for Thane, but you got caught. Hod caught you. Quillo said he would take care of it. He said, just get out of the city for a little while, do this job and it would be taken care of. And, his blood is on your hands. You killed Hod. It's like every part of you just gives up. And Hephaesta, you see Fia crumple under Hod. Just like a piece of paper just pressed straight down into the ground. And AJ, you see her collapse. And she just starts wailing. You need to get the two of them away. I cannot pull the nightmare as it is. It's growing more powerful. Uh, AJ's going to run towards Fia, skid down the rubble and sort of into a like prone position to try catch her as she falls. Just in that kind of like, she's obviously hitting the ground, but I'm just trying to reach that same level. Give me acrobatics at advantage. Give me a coolness check. Uh, natural 20. Oh. Want to do anything with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my friend. No, no, no. You missed. She falls down. <laughs> it's there. Run, everyone. Mm. No, you can have that right. one. Yeah, AJ, you hear Morag just kind of, again, bite uh, at, like, and bark at you. She, she And she's pulling from the bag. She's drawing on something out of the bag. 
and with one hand she just seems to be pulling at the air you see Fia just buckle and in that moment it's like fuck off Morag and you run you kind of you don't throw your bow out of reach but it's that thing of like no and you run for Fia and just as you see her kind of like almost bend as if she's going to break in half you are there behind her and you catch her and Fia you feel AJ's arms around you you feel AJ's arms around you you see Hod's blood on your hands you remember what Marigold's head and they know they're going to know they're going to they're going to find out and when they find out AJ's not going to love you how can he love you you're a murderer um, I just I try and push away from from everyone from everyone that's around me right now I'm going to hold on tight Fia Fia look at me this is a nightmare no 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 Fia look at me no remember what you told me I can't don't believe anything in here believe nothing but it's true it's not true this is is a nightmare look at me no I can't if you're going to believe anything believe me you're in a nightmare and we're getting you out of here and whatever this is whatever this is telling you it is a lie it's not a lie it's a memory memories can lie it's like, it's like the air is just being pulled around all of you. And you just see Hod's form wither and decay to dust. And it is pulled straight towards her. She's just scraping at the air. And all of it is drawn into the bag that hangs around her shoulder. And you're all standing in the hallway in Hephaestus' home. The door is gone. Two down... And then her eyes lock on the other door, the the tent. Interesting. And then she points at the stone door. Brace yourselves. Ivan and what he was lay beyond the door. And she moves and she places a hand on it. And she just pushes straight through. The three of you are standing in the corridor. Was AJ let go of me? Yes or no? Oh, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> you know, the fest is just like, oh. Let's <laughs> get in here. <laughs> Dog pile. Now feels like, ah. <laughs> Let's get this polycule going. <laughs> I'm just looking at my hands. Are they still covered in blood or is that all dissipated? It's all gone. I just, I don't make eye contact with him. I just take his arms and I try and take them off me and go to walk towards Ivan's door. AJ, you kind of feel like Fia, without saying anything, just kind of untangle herself from your arms and she follows Morag uh, through the other doorway. You follow closely behind and then Hephaestus, you're like, oh yeah, those two. You have a vague memory of talking to Fia about it on the way to somewhere. And you're like, ah, it'll come back to me. <laughs> and you push... You push to the door as well. Yeah. You find yourselves standing and Hephaestus panic sets in. You see yourself frozen in time. A blade pushed into Nate's chest and Thea. You're watching as Hephaestus kills Nate. What are you doing? I see myself, so there's two of me. There's, yeah, it's... I mean, and there's two of him as well. Uh, right. Because... <laughs> Nate is there. Yeah. Um, and then Ivan 
or Swallow or whatever the hell he was or is, is standing at the back of the room, looking at it, talking to a shadow. I just look at Fia and go, I, nothing. I don't know. What, 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 what is happening? Morag maneuvers through. You told them. I t- what? These nightmares are an awful lot more powerful than I had expected. We're doing the plan. The plan was to get us here and get us out of here. And I told you not to tell them. About the plan? To tell them to fall asleep? Yes. Oh. No more. I I do this thing sometimes where I start talking and the truth comes out. (laughs) I am so sorry. But we're here now, so no matter how powerful it is, we can overcome this. Had I the time and the patience, Agelius, I would school you. I'm sorry I'm not a, I don't want to assume your age, a thousand-year-old hag. I'm a 24-year-old man, so maybe in... Nine hundred and ninety, and a lot of years. I'll be as smart as you are, but I'm not there yet. So you just got to work within my limitations. And if you could teach me, I think that would be swell. You find yourself at a loss in this space, and yet, for who you are, what you are, you should call it home. Fia told me not to believe anything in here, so I'm going to assume you're just trying to get under my skin. Hmm. If only. Deal with, and she gestures to Ivan and the shadow. I will focus on the ritual. Whatever you did, and she looks at you, AJ, and then you, Hephaesta, your connection here is stronger. And then she looks down at you murdering me for very obvious reasons. We don't have a lot of time. There are repercussions to what you've already done. And she looks at Fia and she begins to reach into the bag and again, scraping at the air around her. She's whispering something. It just sounds like air being forced through her teeth. Ivan, you watch as Hephaesta drives the blade into Nathaniel's body, and every part of you is elated. It's going to happen. It's You're going to have control. And then the shadow just maneuvers around you, and you feel its presence. It's a power you you have not been able to connect to for what feels like a hundred lifetimes, a thousand lifetimes. And the pressure of it just pressing down on top of you. Soon you will be able to find your Hadana. Kill her. You need two hearts. Ivan. She has killed the boy. Now kill her. Across the room, you see the woman looking very, very confused at you. A second one. A second version. I sort of shake my head and sort of 
put my focus back to the Hephaesta that is killing Nate and I splay my fingers out because I've got these sort of like thick sort of talonous nails and I sort of start walking towards Hephaesta. You see Countens follow just looming over or looming towards the Hephaesta on the ground who's still uh, Hephaesta killing Nate is happening in like slow motion it's like she's barely moved an inch the knife is in and you can just see tears kind of slowly falling from her face Nate looks pained but he's smiling up at her it's incredibly difficult Fia to look at I just kind of start inching forward and I'm kind of trying to keep the Nate and Hephaestus scene like out of my peripheral like I'm trying to kind of tilt my head away because it's really fucking creeping me out and I'm moving toward Swallow and I'm just like whoa hey hey buddy uh what's going on here frozen Hephaestus her head turns and looks straight up at you no I don't like that (laughs) you did this no well AJ, what's going on? Fia? Somebody? I, I go stand beside Hephaestus in between Swallow and the scene. Get out of my way. Ivan, no, this is... Move! Ivan, no! I'm not going to ask again. Ivan, we're in a nightmare. This isn't real. I grab her by the shoulder and I shove her to one side. Again, you're it's contesting, yeah. pushing and stuff. Athletics check at disadvantage. Athletics check at disadvantage. Eight. Nine. Oof, why is it always one of the difference with this? Yeah, yeah uh, Fia, you stand your ground and Ivan just swats you out of the way. He just moves you out of the way. Question, because I... Did I manifest my echo? I did. It, it, has it carried over here with me? No. no, it hasn't. Okay. Can I just, from being pushed, manifest it out in my place from where I got pushed from? <laughs> yeah, your echo stands where... I was pushed from. Pushed from, yeah. yeah. You pushed, she's gone, but now... There's like a like a smoky form of her standing there. Now I'm annoyed and now I'm going to like swipe with my claws, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, I, I have your stats for this. So oh. roll away. That's a two <laughs> plus six gives you eight. It doesn't budge as you slash through it. it like I said, it looks like it's made of smoke, mm-hmm. but you, you catch its armor uh, and your claws just kind of like, you don't even make a dint. For a moment there, like it, there was a hesitation and you don't know why. She's in your way. But you hesitated. That brings us into combat. So, initiative rolls. It's at disadvantage for everybody except Ajalius, who gets advantage. Four. <laughs> okay, so that's a seven. Fifteen. Thirteen. Five. Hephaestus <laughs> <laughs> always coming in strong. It always comes in last. Uh, oh, I don't have to roll any dice in this hand. Right, I'm going to roll for Morag. Well, well, she gets a turn every time to shout at us for being shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not going She got an 18. Uh, so, no, Morag is just concentrating on the ritual. You need to break Ivan from the nightmare. Whatever you did with, and she gestures at Fia, whatever connection you have, pull him from the nightmare. 15 is next to Fia. So I stand back up again. I'm like, Ivan, Ivan, this is, listen to me, please. This is a nightmare. We need you to wake up. We're looking for Hadana. We're trying to help you find her. Please, Realize this is a nightmare, please. I can get to her on my own. We're here. We're helping you find her. We're working on it together. This is a night. You're in a nightmare right now. This is not real. Then kill her. No, I won't let you do that because this is not real. We have. You have to resist this. 
If you don't, you'll never find her. What do you know? What do you know? I have lived a thousand lifetimes and I have not seen her. This is the closest I've been in millennia, so I will not have you stand in my way. Ivan, I'm not standing in your way. I did it first, but I'm not now. Please realise this nightmare, please. We will help you find her. We are helping you find her. Give me a wisdom saving throw. A disadvantage. Yes, and you're looking for an 18. 10, no, 2. You you hear the words and there's a, a part to you that's like, she's not lying, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. Are you taking an action? I'm just holding him. Give me, again, if you're trying to grapple him, athletics. Okay. And again, athletics, again, disadvantage. Yeah, f- uh, 12. Athletics, so 2. Fia just barrels uh, her arms around you uh, and she's squeezing you. You are grappled. It is AJ. I am going to try mind link with Ivan and use my action to allow Ivan to respond in my brain. As I say, hi, you're in a nightmare. Fia just explained all this. But I'm just here to say like what she said is true. And we're going to get you out of here safely. And then the thing you want, that's going to happen too. You reach out to Svalo's mind, Ivan's mind. All his thoughts are on Hadana. Everything about him is Hadana and finding her, getting her and keeping her safe. Give me a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage again. Me? Ivan, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a flat 10. You've no pluses to wisdom? No. Oh. Crappy paladin. Charisma was my spellcasting modifier. Uh, I don't know if that's Dex I hit with. Uh, Saving throw? Saving throw. Saving throw, you have a plus fucking 7. Oh, I do, yeah, 17. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I was just looking at my modifiers. I, I never said I was good at D&D, guys. I never said I was good at D&D. Well, it's still not an 18, so no. <laughs> and, and that was your action. Yeah. AJ. Ivan. You're, you're still grappled, so you'll have to break the grapple. Uh, 12. 12. <gasps> With both of you getting a 12, Fia, you, won't, you don't let go as, like, uh, Ivan tries to tear your hand off of him. With that, Ivan, you have your other hand free, and you can make an attack. You're stopping him from using his full multi-attacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. 17. To hit? Yeah. Who, though? Well, Fia? Fia, because she's... Okay. And then your damage... You were using your claws? Uh, yeah. I mean, do I have anything else? You do have a rapier on your side. Oh, and you also have your teeth. A spider. You have to roll a d6 plus three for your piercing damage. So five. Five piercing damage and okay. then two d6 for necrotic damage. Uh, that's five. I'll take half of that because I have resistance to necrotic. Three. Your hit points are reduced that amount as well. Your total hit points are reduced by three. <clears throat> reduced by three. Ivan, mean, you can't... like. She won't let go, and you're this close. You're a hair's breadth from killing Hephaestus in front of you. And to do that, you're going to have to tear through her, and you're going to have to tear through Fia. The teeth in your head just elongate and explode violently, and you latch down into her, and you tear a chunk out of Fia's shoulder as you bite her. I want to kill your friend. <laughs> Hephaestus. Do I... Like, remember, because I wouldn't know Ivan as this guy. I'd kind of more know him as the Nate guy. Yeah, yeah, so like... yeah you you remember that fucking twat. <laughs> but I don't remember the guy who's, like, attacking Fia so much. Not really. Okay. I mean, he was there, wasn't he? And he was making Nate do weird things. And Fia wasn't here when this happened. So there might be something to this whole nightmare thing. Can I use my reading auras? 
Insight checks now grant you the ability to not only see the aura of creatures around you, but you can also read objects lasting impression. I guess I just want to like figure out where everyone is at. So I just want to like insight check. Can I? It doesn't say person specifically. Do I have to like insight check one of them, or can I just like get auras of the room? I just I'm doing a vibe check. If you're just vibe checking the general, <laughs> like who should I punch and who should I not punch is kind of what I'm trying okay. to. Okay. Yes. Okay. You can give me. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me an insight check at advantage for your vibe check. Thank you for reducing my homebrew to that. Uh, Seventeen. Have I said you? You're trying to ignore that person because you didn't want to do it. You had to do it. You know you had to do it, and, and Nate knew you had to do it. And what you focus on is not the Ephesa looking up at you, not a Fia and Ivan and AJ or Morag. You focus on the fact that Nate is holding your hand. He's holding the hand that's gripping the blade. And you remember his hand around yours. And as much as you linger on that, who he is, what he, what he stood for, you see a sliver of it. A spark of who Nate is still inside Ivan. Does that give me a little more insight into like remembering what we're doing with Ivan, like where we are? Yeah, it's that thing of, oh, you know, it's that initial, like the fear of, oh God, what happened? Where was everything? Mm. It was that like, oh, what did I do last night? Oh God. And then it hits you and all of it comes back. The castle, Mm. Swallow, Dahlia, Eve's death. He's not the monster that he sees himself as in this nightmare. With that, I walk up to him and like try to look as big as I can. Like I'm quite short, but I'm just like, mm. and I just jam a finger right in the middle of his chest and I go, look here, you piece of shit. Nate didn't give up everything so you could waltz around and be an asshole and be ungrateful when we're trying to help you. Do you see that man there? He's dead. He's gone. And you're a soldier of love. My ass. If you gave a shit about love, you wouldn't let this opportunity go to waste. Now you get your ass out of this stupid fucking nightmare and you come back here and you shut the fuck up. All right. Then why did you kill him? Punch him in the nose. Uh, Give me an unarmed strike at disadvantage. Fucking disadvantage. This is a punch of love. Uh, (laughs) Nate would know it happened all the time. Fucking disadvantage. Not that it really mattered. (laughs) Nine. You go to swat Ivan and he kind of half or swallow or whatever this creature is and it half blurs. Morag pulls on all of it. Ivan, give me a wisdom saving throw. No disadvantage. 18. Hephaestus, just as you as you confront Ivan and you you cut through the bullshit and you vibe check him and who he is and what he's about and fucking hell what Nate had to do, the energy in the room shifts. AJ, Hephaestus, that same sensation that happened in Tezrab as Morag tore at the nightmare, you you feel it. You feel that pull and you watch as the shadow that pressed down over Ivan and wrapped itself around him and tried to bind itself to him again is just scratched away, torn into pieces and pulled into Morag's bag. You're standing in the corridor. Does Ivan remember everything that happened in there? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I wasn't myself. We don't have time for your loving. Her arm just sort of coils. 
and she points at the last door. There's a surprise. Agelius, I didn't think you had it in you. And Morag moves to the the tent flap and pulls it open. And just beyond Agelius, you see the king's war room. And it's not a nightmare. It's a memory. One that you have tried to forget. To get everyone out safely and unharmed, do we have to go through there? Or is there another way? Hmm. You could... And her face just twists into a smile. You could make a deal. For someone who says we've no time, you talk irritatingly slow. Put it out there. I'm not the one with a secret to hide. I'm not... I don't have any... There's nothing in there that I wouldn't tell absolutely every one of these people. Then let them in. I'm just saying, is it the... Is it the quickest way to safety? I've gathered enough energy to maybe push us through and cross safely. But it's a risk. And are you going to risk everything? And her eyes lock on Fia. You say this is my home. You say things that confuse me and muddle me here. And you say that you're surprised at what I can do. So give me that bag and let me clean up my mess. You have all the ambition that she hoped you would. And yet, none of the talent. And she steps through. Before we go in, and I appreciate that I've been in each and every one of your rooms, I'm not proud of what happened in there that day. Memories lie. I don't think this one is a lie. But if it's our only way out. I just kind of give a little shrug and give him a little like, punch on the arm and go, I bet I've done worse and head on in after Morag. My eyes catch, catches AJ's for a minute and then... I look over at Ivan, I tap Ivan at the shoulder and I walk into the tent. I just sort of give a nod and walk by. I take a deep <laughs> breath and I walk in. The four of you find yourselves in and under the canvas of a tent. It's quite large. There's a huge table with a, a map and several pieces on it. And there's two men and Fia and Ivan, you recognize one of them. He's King Dreyfus, a, a, a little younger he looks quite perplexed and he's barking at the man by his side and they're trying to figure out what to do, what's the best outcome here and they keep pointing down at what you can see is over the Dragon's Back Mountains and a village and the keep, they're insistent on it. And AJ, as you come through, the king looks up and sees you. Steel. I bow. Your Royal Highness. You have scouted the area. In this room, when we went to Ivan's memory, there was another Ivan. Is there any other AJ in here? No. A tiny smile crosses AJ's face. Yes, sir. And your report? There is a couple of vantage points on the town of which we can set up patrols to keep an eye for the bandits. One particular point is up here on the southwestern ridge 
overlooks the entire village. It's kind of a bank of snow there. But there's also small little valley paths of which I would recommend placing a couple of my men. And the king looks at you and he reaches for your report. You recognize the man at his side. It's Commander Groff. And the king kind of scans it. Groff stands there rather quiet. Excellent work, Agelius. I want you to gather two of your men, men you can trust. And Groff moves to a small wooden chest and all of you see he reaches for something inside it and he takes out three bundles. These charges of blasting jelly should be planted and on my command, detonated. At the time, AJ was shocked, as this is sort of a deja vu situation. And knowing what he knows now, the men he would have chosen were uh, Sebastian, who he trusted at the time, and Rich, who was his childhood best friend they grew up together. But now reliving it, AJ turns to the king and says, sorry, suggesting that we purposely cause an avalanche and that would destroy the village below. There are innocent people there, sir. They'll give their lives for peace. Permission to speak freely. And Groff goes to say something and Dreyfus just holds up a hand. And you see a shadow move around the tent. You may speak. They would give their lives unnecessarily. We're looking for a handful of bandits to take measures such as this would... That would make us more barbaric than the people we're trying to seek. It is an over-egging of power, sir. The actions we take today will be written in history far beyond our lives, and you should be known as Dreyfus the Merciful, not Dreyfus the Diabolical. And the king stands back. Is that all? AJ thinks. He's lived over this moment many, many, many times. He thinks of all the things he thinks he could say and he's faced one of his biggest fears now faced again in that if he had said those things at the time Dreyfus would understand he wouldn't do this and to hear that response sort of wrecks him to his core a day give me one day to find the bandits the king he fixes a gaze on you and he looks at the village Groff just kind of shifts his body a little bit and the king nods very well and the king turns his back and he just kind of throws his cloak. Groff returns the satchels of blasting jelly to the chest, locks it. I turn to the others and go, um, that's not how this happened, but I'm not sure how we... The situation dawns on him. He doesn't know how to live this out that gets us out of here. So he looks up at Morag. Do you have time to pull this nightmare apart or is that not how this works here it's always such a pleasure to see your kind torment themselves it's astounding to see something of my own do it there's only one way Agelius show them what happened I refuse to let my life be lived by absolutes. And yet, 
king's order. Aja's eyes narrow. He has 24 hours to do something different. And so he sets about doing that. And he's going to look around and go, I am going to run down to that town and try clear out as many people as possible. I would use your help, help I did not have at the time, if you would. I don't know if it gets us out of here, but it does show me that there's an other way about this. But this won't change what happened, though. No. And it won't get us out of here, then? No. I, I, I know what that's like to want to change something. I know what it's like to deny it. I have to believe this place is made of some sort of energy. And to destroy that energy, no matter how small or minuscule, seems like the wrong thing to do. And I'll know, I know I'm only saving a speck of a fragment of a memory, but that has power. <clears throat> we just need to get out of here. You can't deny it. We won't get out of here if you deny it. Aja's eyes are cast to the ground. Um, he sighs, walks over to Groff, and puts his hand out and says, Give me those keys. Groff hands you the keys. I unlock the chest. I put the three charges into my side bag. I'll, I'll just go do this. I, we don't need... Sebastian or Ridge although if it has to happen exactly the way it did we might need them too I'll help thank you whatever you think will work honestly I don't know what will work I don't know why this is part of everything this isn't the same as your rooms this happened I mean the others kind of happened they were a bit more dramatic in Dream Realm, but... Why don't you kill the king? I think this is more about accepting what actually happened. Ivan. We'll get revenge. On the king? The king did nothing wrong. He made you do this. There are times in which, as a leader, your moral compass can be askew, and he believed that the good of the many outweighed the rights of the few. I but disagree with that, fundamentally. And is that fair for you to bear the guilt of his mistake? I played a role in it. I was the hand that lit the fuse. Whatever you think is best. Let's just get this over with. Morag has been standing, watching, listening, and the entire time you see, again... She has one hand in the bag and the other. She seems to be just pulling the way she was in the Forgotten Dungeon and in Tezrab Under Siege. And AJ, as you take the charges and you move out of the tent, everything, that sense of all of it being pulled around you, all of you feel that sensation this time. And there's a deafening explosion. And you just hear a voice scream out, AJ, please help me. And the whole space is washed with light as Morag tears at the memory, drawing it into the bag. 
and the five of you are standing in an empty space in a corridor awash with light well so far so good now I have enough to get us into Dahlia's dream she points at the end of the corridor and you just see a light I'm going to warn you we have not seen half of the horrors yet to come you found yourselves in nightmares Dahlia lives in delusion when we get there be ready she runs towards the light I just steal myself and follow I myself steal follow (laughs) I want to follow I'll just stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Comfy. I like the corridor. I'll go. Let's go. Come on. Uh, You race down a corridor that seems to stretch on forever until you're swallowed in light. As your vision starts to come and the the light begins to fade and you can see see a room in front of you, all of you just hear, Hephaestus, I fucking love you. And we'll leave the episode there. Tell me why this hurts If it's supposed to set me free You've been listening to Romancing the Dungeon with Amber, Sam, Louise, Ben and me, Declan, your Dungeon Master. Title card and artwork is by Ralph is Redacted and our awesome theme song Haunted is by Ghost to Red Mountain. We're back in two weeks for another episode. Until then, do please make sure you check us out on social media at DA Dungeon. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, we would love and adore you and worship you like we do at Hana. If you were to leave us a five-star review and a comment underneath it, keep an eye out on our Discord server. There's going to be some news dropping, maybe, hopefully, in the, in the, in the time span. Until then, take care. No, my home is um, in Abbey Glen, near the Temple of Rome, in the city of Gelshar. I think I went to school with Abbey Glen. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan for the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Go down the road. <laughs> Who's her mother? <laughs>